welcome to Sex and the System. My name is Lara. Thank you so much for tuning in. This episode today is about a train of thought that I have to say is not really finished yet. Um, and I would be really, really happy if some of my followers actually have some input and know some more. Because what I've been thinking about is, is latex. I've been thinking about latex and body fluids a lot recently. And um, so let me let me give you a little, yeah, uh, just outline of where this, this train of thought is coming from. So I had a class and uh, classes in science and technology studies, uh, medical science and technology studies, actually. And... Um, we had a lecture and the lecture was about, about bodies, about what happens to bodies, about what happens when bodies are donated, um, about how we do bodies, how we interact with bodies. And our teacher asked, where does your body end? And, you know, first I was like, well, my body ends right here. And then my teacher made this example of, okay, but what if you spit in a glass and then you drink it again? Is this, you know, it was just part of your body. The spit in your mouth is part of your body. And once you get it out, it's not part of your body anymore. And you can't remake it part of your body. But then once you swallowed it, it's kind of part of your body again. And, um, you know, we're, we're talking about this also in a, in a context of, um, uh, this, this dissections, laboratory dissections, um, students practicing, like medical students practicing on corpses and with the practices there on like, you know, keeping all the parts that have been cut apart uh, together in one place uh, because, you know, they're still part of the same body. And then we were thinking also about, you know, organ donations and um, taking out an organ from one body to put it in another body. Um, so the, the question really was, where where does the body end? And uh, my, my thought went a little further that I was thinking, hmm, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, body fluids, that can be pee, that can be cum, they are, they are inside of us. And as long as they are inside of us, they are a part of, of our bodies. And maybe actually, you know, there is a, there is an aspect maybe also about like, not, not just the impregnation fetish, but just the cream pieing, the ejaculating inside of someone that creates a sense of intimacy because it tears down the boundary between two bodies. Because something that was just inside of your body is now inside of my body. And um, I was I was thinking about that, and I was thinking about the word fluid bonding, and you know it's not just fluid having a contract, it's um, fluid bonding. Fluid bonding is a word that is often used in a in a polyamorous environment because. It exp like basically it says that it is a person, someone you're fluid bonded with is someone that you have unprotected sex with, that you exchange body fluids with. And 
I was wondering about the sense of the word bonding because for me and also for my partners, there is definitely an emotional aspect in fluid bonding. Whereas actually I had a discussion recently with someone where they did not at all see that emotional side and I was kind of baffled almost that they didn't want to fluid bond because it just didn't wasn't important to them emotionally speaking and of course I respect that like that's completely fine um but you know then I realized the, the emotional aspects and then I was wondering whether this this intimacy aspect comes from the fact that yeah something that was just inside of you now is inside of me or vice versa There is a, a nice German word, actually. It's called Einverleiben. And Einverleiben is somehow like taking something inside of you. And the, the, the Leib in, in German is kind of an old-fashioned word that can literally mean body. So it's like embodying or integrating it within your body. You know, Einverleiben, it can be, it can be used as when you, when you eat something, when you learn something, when you, when you take something and make it part of your physical body, you, you put it, yeah, you integrate it in your body. You, but I don't, I don't think that embodying in English is the right word because embody, I think, means something kind of different. Um, so you you integrate it in your body and that you know that just made me think about the 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 ends and the starts of the body and um that made me also think of whether whether there is a a hesitancy in in using protection because in a way when you use a condom Uh, it does create a very, very, very clear boundary between your body and my body. Your body fluids and my body fluids. And of course, I mean, it has, it makes perfect sense to use condoms. I'm not saying we shouldn't use condoms. Like, yes, totally use protection. It's important. But I'm just wondering whether there is an emotional hesitancy um, because it does create such a clear boundary um, which then, you know, could interfere with a sense of, of bonding, with a sense of intimacy. If an encounter with protection is emotionally more casual than one without, Or if it's actually, you know, if I'm thinking in the completely wrong direction and it is, it is perceived to be more casual because all encounters should be with protection until everyone gets tested and agrees to fluid bonding. And in order for the fluid bonding to be happening, there is a level of trust required. So I don't know. It's maybe a chicken and egg problem. And then I was thinking about latex, you know, because condoms, I mean, condoms are used by so many different people 
in so many different stages of their lives and contexts and sexual orientations and backgrounds and sexual practices that I think with that it's uh, it's difficult to make an overarching assumption. But then I was thinking about latex and I read, I cannot find the article again, unfortunately, but I read uh, when I was doing research for my bachelor thesis uh, something about the history of the latex fetish and basically latex really rising especially in the gay community becoming a a big 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 thing uh, in the in the rise of the AIDS pandemic because with with HIV AIDS you didn't have an understanding on where it was coming from you didn't have an understanding in the beginning of how it was transmitted which body fluids do transmit it. You know, at some point people realized, oh, it's a sexual transmission or blood-to-blood transmission, but the, the exacts in and outs were, were unknown. Uh, so what happened then was kind of that, you know, there was, a, of course, a fear in exchanging body fluids and a fear in contracting HIV and a lot of uncertainty, which then led to people, you know, basically using latex and latex suits, like whole body condoms, in order to protect from the interference and the, the mixing of body fluids, to be on the safe side, but to also to reclaim this fear, to not just abstain from sex, but reclaim this and actually go to an extreme and uh, make it a pleasurable and fun extreme. You know, we say, okay, we cannot exchange any body fluids. So then we completely dress up in latex and we use that and we use that for our pleasure and that for our fun. And the the thought that I ended up with is that, you know, I was thinking, okay, um, there is a there is a intimacy creating in sharing a body fluid. There is maybe a lack of intimacy because there is a very clear boundary in between one fluid and the other fluid when there's condoms being used. But then at the same time, and this is something I don't know, and this is something that I would actually like to know. Do people that are into latex that wear whole body latex suits that possibly have sex with them, do they feel more or less intimate to their partners? How does the, how does the feeling of intimacy change with this barrier in between people? Does it, does it heighten the feeling of intimacy or does it lower the feeling of intimacy? How does the perception of your body and the other person's body and the boundaries in between your body, where your body starts and where your body ends, how does that change when there is latex involved? And this is something that I've been thinking about. And honestly, I would love to really get some feedback and hear people's opinions about this and I would love to actually also write something about this for uni because I think it's incredibly fascinating. So please, if you know someone who is into like a full body latex and who 
does practice sexual activities with that, um, please, please, please let me know. Or if you are, shoot me a message. You can also send me an email. It's sexentersystem at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at sexentersystem. And uh, yeah, you can also find me on Fat Life at sexentersystem. Um, and let me let me know what you think, what your what your opinion is, what your perception of this matter is, because I feel like there is there is maybe a paradox because I can imagine that maybe sharing this fetish of latex can be something that is more intimate, and there's kind of a paradoxical relationship because now there is an even higher boundary you know, created in between two bodies, but actually that boundary might heighten the intimacy. So please, um, I would love to hear from all of you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this little um, in-between kind of just blabbering, um, thinking out loud episode. I hope you have a very, very wonderful day. Bye.